0: You're not Jennifer Templeton. Not me. Her. I don't believe it. Just give her the mug back and let's get out of here. Come on, we're gonna go for a joyride. You've just made a wrong turn heading south onto strange highways.
1: Enter Death's waiting room, if you dare. Welcome to Strange Highways, I am Paul. And hey guys, it's Terry here. And just a fun fact, that intro is about a minute long, which would be approximately 20% of the runtime of the segment we're talking about.
0: Yeah, well, I mean... We can make this even longer. Yeah, now, no, Paul. no, yeah, no, no.
1: It's just um, so, so yeah, like we'll get into that in a second. Uh, but yeah, welcome to Strange Highways. This is the anthology-based podcast where we've talked about the Twilight Zone at length. We talked about the original series. We're now into the eighty series. Uh, and, um, yeah, this is, we, 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 talked about the updated version of, um, the after hours last week. Uh, we, we've dropped it early on Halloween. So there is going to be a little bit of a gap between episodes. I we just figured you all would appreciate a Halloween release as opposed to waiting, right? Like I want, we all wanted to give you the fun size bars as opposed to just waiting for like, um, I don't know, um, smarties or something that whatever, that that's not a good analogy, but yeah, it's been a bit of a gap but we hope you enjoyed that episode because it was a fun talk.
0: It was, it was yeah. pretty lengthy. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, uh, I, am glad we were able to discuss, uh, not only be the remake of the episode, but the original, mm-hmm. like that was, that was quite a bit of fun. Yes. So I'm glad like I, I to even revisit that episode was quite a treat.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. So with that being said, something I figured out uh, before, we, like we're going to talk about uh, season two, episode four, segment B, Lost and Found. Um, I was trying to do notes for this and somehow it's weird because I don't know, because you and I both have the DVD set of this because that was it's the, the best version of it available, but whatever. Did you notice that it got a little weird on the DVD with with this episode or no?
0: Oh, not really. What what were you talking about?
1: So what I'm saying is that this episode when it aired was three segments. It was um, The After Hours Lost and Found and then the next episode we're going to talk about next week uh, called The World Next Door. So what happened though is this was the last episode that CBS aired as a one hour long episode with three segments. Then after that um, every episode going after was 30 minutes. But what would happen is that they would start to burn off season two by having, um, they'd play two two half hour episodes like, like on, on a night. So when we talk about going forward, like there's going to be some weird times where like there's two episodes released that evening, whatever. But this was the last time this was actually broadcast as an hour. So for syndication, the syndicated episode is, um, the after hours and lost and found. And then the other segment is its own episode, which I think is weird and interesting though, just for syndication's sake.
0: Oh, that, that, yeah, that is interesting. Um, well, uh, to, to peel back the curtain, I did watch this, uh, just in the order. Um, so I watched it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, it's been, it's, been a, it, it's, it's been a long week. So I've had to do a lot of research at work.
1: Well, no, that's fine. Yeah. So the other thing too is like, and we'll get like, well, I guess we get into the trivia here is that this originally was like, so the, the same we're talking about tonight is about five minutes. And like, so when we get to the actual story, Forgive me, everybody. We're just going to go boom, 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 and out the door. Like we're going to have a longer discussion about who did what in this than the actual episode itself. I guess the original uh, airtime for Lost and Found, <clears throat> excuse me, was around eight minutes, which I'm like, like where were like where did you trim three minutes out? Also, I don't think we needed three more minutes of this story. <laughs> you know, so it's whatever. They're, but the thing is, you would think the DVD would have the actual full like segment. Nah, it doesn't because they don't care. So that three minutes is lost to the ether, which, you know, I'm kind of okay with it.
0: Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure what they, they, they tore out of this, but yeah, it,
1: we'll get into it. Yeah. yeah
0: it's like, so, I, I don't, yeah, th- that's all we can say. We'll get into it. So, um, okay.
1: Yeah. So let's get into like to, to who did what here. So uh, start us off here. So our director on this is, uh, Gus, <laughs>
0: Trigonosis. Yes. Yeah. We, we're, we're still trying to perfect this one. Um, he was, this is the last of the four episodes that he had participated on as a director. Um, he had done Cold Reading, uh, Take My Life, Please, and uh, What Are Friends For? So, yeah. Uh, thank you, Gus, for something here. For,
1: for batting 500. <laughs> Put it that yeah. way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't no. know. I, yeah. I think that's pretty much all we can say about Gus. If you yeah. want to no. see anything or see um, hear anything else that we have to say about him, I would actually just go back to cold reading. I think that would be a better.
1: Yeah, was our first uh, introduction to him.
0: what we know about him and like I think that was a pretty good episode for what we felt about it
1: well that's the one with like the live radio play that I don't think you were a big fan of because was a little more comedy it but, wasn't
0: yeah. it wasn't great but yeah. I'm like the way that you can traverse that yeah. it, it, it's uh, it's the, pretty interesting yeah
1: the direction was perfectly okay so yeah all right um, yeah all right who's next
0: so our, our writing credits are uh, delivered to two different people here uh, so our story is by Einstein
1: Eisenstein? or I like I think it's Eisen Eisenstein I, 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 yeah, I want to write Einstein but I know that's not quite right but yeah
0: uh, it, it's like Alestine or yeah. I, no, no there's no L in there. Uh, Einstein
1: Yeah I think so uh,
0: Yeah uh, this is all that I have as far as a IMDb the credits. I don't know if you had
1: any. So else. yeah, she actually was a very successful science fiction writer, science fiction horror writer. She wrote eight novels, uh, and then uh, she published six of them. And then nearly, she, she wrote. There's two other novels that have been unpublished. There was part of like a couple of different sci-fi series she was working on before her death. Um, then nearly 50 shorter works of varying lengths and science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Um, she was friends with George R. R. Martin. So then uh, whenever he was a story editor on the Twilight Zone, he decided to, use, to do this as a script. And so the other fun thing about her, though, is that um, she convinced him to include dragons in his A Song of Ice and Fire, meaning that he was never going to really put dragons in, like, like at be part of the story other than, like, the history of Westeros. And he actually dedicated the third novel of the series, A Storm of Swords, to her. So they, they were, like, fast they were good friends. So I thought that was interesting that she's like, put dragons in your fantasy thing. And he's like, okay, I guess eventually.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's amazing. So there is a, there is definitely some kind of story to be told there. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like you just said, uh, the teleplay, uh, credited towards George RR R. Martin. Um, so I will hear from this gentleman a little bit later, yeah. uh, in all of this. So, yeah, so we'll get into our cast here. Um, so you might have to <laughs>
1: help here, me out. Here, I'll, do, I'll do the first name. How about this? We have, I think it's, uh, a, 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 a Kosua, uh, Busaya. Um, I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, Is Jennifer Templeton, that I, I, I think that's, that's how to pronounce the name. I, I, if I butchered, I do apologize. That was my best attempt at it. It's a very, yeah, it's, it's a very pretty name, uh, yeah. but like I, yeah, anyway, continue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. B- better than what I could have achieved. But, uh, yeah, she was, uh, she was accredited for, uh, being in the color purple. And she was also in the movie Crossroads. Uh, you know, that gotta mention Crossroads when I can too, because, uh, you know, yeah. Devil Down went, you know, he went, he wanted yeah. it was some, Play with somebody's souls.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Daniel LaRusso wanted to go to the crossroads. So yeah. So here are other fun, fun things about her. Uh Busaya is the daughter of Kofi Abrifa Busaya, who was the prime minister of the Republic of Ghana from 69, and a prince of the Royal family of the Winshi, a subgroup of the Ashanti, making her a princess as well, which I think it's just kind of fitting when we get to the story here. Right. So I think it's interesting that she's already kind of has a bit of, um, I mean, you know, it, it, little bit of international presence being a princess. Right. So then uh, you mentioned the uh, color purple. Uh, she was married to John Singleton for a minute. Um, and then also she was in the seventh sign and what was it, a film called the final terror, which was a slasher film from 83 uh, and tears of the sun, which is uh, not the best Bruce Willis movie, but an interesting one. Pretty, pretty solid film.
0: Yeah. It's, it, I mean, if you like um, some, some, like closed narrative uh, war story. It was like the
1: seven samurai, but with like three guys. (laughs) Yeah. It's not not bad, but yeah, Yeah.
0: you could do better. Yeah. Um, But yeah. uh, And you can tell by her picture that she is definitely of some kind of uh, like a royalty of some sort. Like uh, uh, it's like, I actually think that's really interesting that she would be pronounced that and then still participate in acting in that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just, I guess it depends because like, uh, oh, uh, what was her name? Um, oh, the, God damn it. Uh, because the moment I try to say something relevant, right? Um, uh, to catch a thief. Um, what's her name? It is Grace Kelly. You know, what's her name? Grace Kelly
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah of yeah. course uh, she would go on
1: like <laughs> well on the set of that uh, to catch a thief she had a um, uh, meeting was at the prince of monaco and then she got married and became the princess of monaco and then stopped acting <laughs> you know so like fair enough right so she kind of went the opposite route um, yeah
0: so. we don't really have those credits coming for all the rest of the actors meaning the other three credits here yeah uh so we have uh cindy Harle Harlell. Harl- um she plays Kathy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, she was in uh, Nothing in Common with Tom Hanks and then not much else of real importance. Well, she
1: was also in 1983's The Final Terror. So I thought that was interesting that both these actors were in that. And I was kind of hoping upon rewatch that there would be a Final Terror poster in the in the dorm room, but no, there was not. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um and then we have uh Leslie Eckerman, Eckerman. Yeah. Um she uh, she was in she was in, uh, the episodes of like all in the family. And then she was, um, she, right, so I have to step back a second here. She was one of the time travelers. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get into that here in a second. I'm sorry. And then she, uh, so yeah, all, all in the family episode. And she was, uh, in, in an episode of incredible Hulk.
1: Yeah. A lot of TV work, not much jumped out at me. And then we have, um, I do have a little bit of trivia about this. The last person here, uh, Ray Burke, who's the other time traveler. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was in naked gun one and 33 and a third playing pap schmear. Um, of course, cause it's naked gun, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. And then he was also, um, he appeared in three episodes of cheers. The original series is uh, Walt, uh, Twitchell, a mailman who got into minor altercations with Cliff Claven. The reason mm-hmm. I mentioned that is because the next segment we're going to get into is George went. So, like, I think that's fun that we have a cheers connection over two segments. And he actually ended up uh, reprising the character in an episode of Frasier. Um, so there you go. That's what I have for Ray Burke.
0: Yeah. I, I, I This guy has like been in a lot of different episodes of uh, shows. The thing that I will always remember him from is he was in an episode of uh, golden girls where he, Sophia is getting married and he is the, uh, the, the guy who is like hosting the party. Like, like hosting the dinner okay. like the what do you call it rehearsal um,
1: dinner what's that the rehearsal dinner or whatever
0: yeah okay. like like he's like he and he's just like he's filled with piss and vinegar like i just like <laughs> love his character it's like cuz he's not given enough screen time but he's just like he's like you know shaking his hips like what is going on here right now and like uh, it's yeah so I, I just love his character you have to watch the episode i uh, well maybe in the show notes we'll uh we'll give that episode. Okay, so so
1: once we're done with uh, the Twilight Zone, we'll just start doing our watch through the Golden Girls, is what you're saying. We
0: should. Oh, I love Twilight.
1: I love the Twilight Zone. <laughs> but I love the Golden Girls. Like the Golden Girls is the best. <laughs> no, it is fun. So so yeah, that's our our cast and who did what there. Um so yeah, just uh uh yeah, lost and found. Uh it, we just it just again it's a five. It's a five minute episode. Like maybe including credits, this thing like, again, go on YouTube. It's not long. It's basically, it's, it's a, just a, you know, it's a setup for a joke, right? You know, it is, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a skit. Like this would be a YouTube skit now, right? Like, I mean, not a good one, but it would be a YouTube skit. Uh, like, you know, you'd see like, um, I don't know, like, um, college humor or some shit. Well, I'm sorry. They're called dropout now, uh, doing something like this where it's like, ha ha look at that. It's a little funny joke. We're in, we're out. Um, So yeah, it's really hard to get into in the sense of like a full length discussion. It's just, we have Jennifer and Kathy, they come back to their dorm room or apartment or whatever it is. Uh, Jennifer wants to get back to work uh, on some kind of assignment. She noticed that there's something that there's no trash in our trash can. Um, But then um, her government book, her political science book, which I think she threw in the trash can, was sitting on her desk and she thought that was weird. Um, right. And then, and, and then, so my, my biggest problem with this whole episode, Terry, this was like, you know, 19, I was at 86. She's using a typewriter. Like, um, what? Like, I get that, like, you know, that we're moving away from that a little bit, I guess. But it's like, we've had computers show up in these shows before. Like, what, a typewriter? Does that make sense to you? No, not at
0: this point now. Like, there would be a word processor or whatever or you would call right? it. At like, point. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, we saw we saw a, a science computer last season that just made like you know a, a a woman in pink a hologram, right? Come on, we could we could do better. I'm kidding, um, but yeah, she goes to use the typewriter, but then she notices that like uh, her her favorite mug is missing, uh, but then she goes to try to find something, and then like all these pencils, like like it was. They they started rolling down her desk, right? Like it was like a timed gag. Like it, it was, was like,
0: like a rat trap. Kind yeah, of
1: thing, I was going yeah. to say something like from like Double Dare. Like it was like all oh, these pencils start. She's like, oh my pencil mug. I'm like, also by the way, did you see how many pencils do you need? You know, like that's that's a large amount of pencils, right? Like, well, I
0: thought most of them were colored pencils, so I'm like, oh well, maybe,
1: how, how oh, fair enough. I, yeah.
0: I mean, is she also in like like a a semi major of like art or something
1: well, like that. Maybe like, yeah, but like, I know the whole thing too is like her, like, whenever, um, <clears throat> what was it? Uh, her, her roommate, uh, was it? Kathy commented about like her political science book being back on her desk, uh, basically made the joke of like, you know, maybe you need to look at it again. Cause I saw like your most recent grades on that or whatever. Basically she's not doing well with political science. Uh, but you know, Jennifer is suspicious because like the, like the book wasn't in the trash can, her pencil mug is gone. And then she hears noise from the closet and she starts to freak out. And then Kathy goes over and does, there's nothing in the closet. So you get that gag of her opening the door and not looking in and we see what's inside the closet. And, uh, Jennifer freaks out because it's just, you know, it's just two people, uh, dressed in what everybody in the eighties thought what future sci-fi clothes would look like. Silver, which if if if, you know what would have been the best best gag ever, if we would have saw those two in the background of the after hours dressed like that as mannequins in their future outfits. And that's all you saw of them. Would not that have been amazing? Not implying that they're mannequins, but we'd see the same actors wearing that same garbage outfit. Cause we saw like, you know, the Daft Punk um, mannequins in the last segment, that would have been amazing to me seeing that future, future wear there. But yeah, everything's silver, everything's shiny. Um, it looks like, um, like in back to the future 2, kind of like the Hill Valley of the future. The only thing right. is that the, the guy's not wearing two ties, two neckties. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> double tie, double tie. Right. Um, and they're not getting berated by flea. Uh, so, so yeah, they're there. Um, he has the mug, the, the lady time traveler is like, you should hand the mug back, but also too, by the way, okay. Like, I don't know about you, but so Jennifer, so, uh, uh, uh the actress that's, she's, she's an African American, right? Uh, I'm sorry. She's actually gone she's African. Sorry. Forgive me. Uh, and then Kathy is Caucasian, right? Well, the time travelers said you're not Jennifer. Like he was like you're not Jennifer Templeton. It's like no, there's two women in the room. You know who you came to, to spy on? It's pretty obvious, right? Does that not I, make sense? Well, like, that's th- if that is the
0: dorm room of two people. Yeah, like if it's those two people, that's their <laughs> dorm room. Yeah, it's
1: like but I you don't would know.
0: understand. It's- Because history would teach you that the dorm room was shared by two people. But also
1: like they went back to look at Jennifer because of her importance in history. So that you think that they already have photo references for her. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's my point.
0: Even when the door is open, they're like,
1: Wait a minute. Yeah. Which one's you? It's like, I don't know. They look different to me. I just, you know, anyway. Uh, so, so the time traveling woman's like, give back the mug and then they talk for a minute. And basically they let the cat out of the bag that a, they're time travelers and B they were there to like visit the area of the first president of earth, which turns out to be Jennifer. And so, yeah. but then the, the, the woman time travelers like, don't go like upsetting the time stream. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. The cat's out of the bag already. You know, like you're idiots. You know, like you, you done screwed up, right? Like, and so they, like, but we also, we also find out that the Mail Time Traveler is a little bit of a peeping Tom. He always keeps going back to go look at Cleopatra, <laughs> which is stupid. And then the woman. The which
0: which like, is even creepier that they appear in the closet. So, like, what else is he holding on to? <laughs>
1: Yeah right. Like put back something else here, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So then, uh, then she tells him, "Was like, well, you know, if you go back to look at Cleopatra, no, no, don't bother coming back to the future, or whatever." She said. So anyway, <laughs> she disappears, uh, and then you know he has his time belt or whatever, and then you know you see him like uh, reset. Like, well, also by the way, I do like that um, Kathy at one point uses a field hockey stick to uh, threaten them. I thought that was funny. I don't know. Like, of all the objects, grab that. I mean, yeah, we all know a cricket bat from like Shaun of the Dead, which is pretty intimidating looking. A field hockey stick isn't that intimidating looking, but whatever.
0: Um, Not intimidating looking, but yeah, it could do I, some damage. I'm sure, you know, I'm I'm sure know it was still hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, you know, he, uh, you know, apologizes and then, but he sets his time belt to go back and look at Cleopatra. He disappears, you know, being a pet. He, he's going to go, he's going to go be, uh, there was, um, oh, what was the name? Um, Dimitri Martin had a comedy central show for a minute and he did a, a, a skit called, um, what was it? Jerry Pappas time gigolo. So yeah, they, like I feel like that's what this guy's doing. Just going back in time just to be a creeper. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like yeah, it's
0: like, and he's convinced his wife, like, Oh, we got to go back and see the, the first time that the president of earth was like trying to find her book. like, Why this moment? Yeah. Like too. but also the whole
1: thing too. Like whenever she told her roommate not to hit the guy and he's like, I can see why they call you the great peacekeeper. It's like, because she's convincing her roommate not to beat the shit out of you. I don't think that's the same thing. And it wasn't even that convincing. You know, if Kathy would have just like started wailing on this guy, I think Jennifer would have been okay with it. You know, dude, homie
0: would have been dead. (laughs)
1: Homie would have been dead. Like
0: I, like if that guy is in my closet, I don't care who his, him and his wife are. Or how much silver they're wearing. They're going down.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, he disappears. And then, uh, you know, so then a uh, Jennifer, uh, it takes her political science book and then she, you know, she's like, oh, you know what? Now that I think about it, I should probably like start, you know, stop cutting class and, you know, start reading this. And then she's looking at, a mirror, right? But at herself holding the book, and then we hear like this patriotic like drum. So like, dumb. Yeah, like a revolutionary like war drum or whatever, right? Like in the little flutes and shit. Almost yeah. like taps. Oh, like, yeah, and it's just like yeah, it's like, and there you go, that's the there you go. But up up, but up bump. There you go. That's your that's boop. your story, right? So that um,
0: actually that solidified how stupid this episode was. <laughs> like I <laughs> like I like to give you know a little bit of breathing room for episodes and like storylines and that like i I am like Paul has said in the past that I've been the nicest when it comes to certain storylines dude that part ruined it that last 10 seconds ruined it like all the other stuff I could, I could forgive all that other stuff because like I, I you know I've been to museums I've been to like uh, lo, uh Uh, locations where something historic has happened. I can understand all that stuff. And especially when they, uh, you know, if somebody's there as a historian, they will tell you, Oh, these certain events happened here. It's like, wow, that's really cool. It's like you, so you're like almost living in that moment in a sense while they're telling that story.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I kind of gathered that as soon as that last 10 seconds of audio happened, I was like, garbage it, it just ruined everything so, for me
1: what would have been better if like she would have saw all that and be like you know what i am going to make a difference and then she became like a secret hitler at the end right like, like that would have been like the most twilight zone thing <laughs> ever it's like like because we also that ray bradbury thing we covered right that was it distance on the thunder how it's like oh you killed a dice or all hitlers now right like <laughs> that, that's
0: exactly <laughs> actually <laughs> I have to hearken back to that because that's exactly what happened here. It's like somebody was like taking the same notes, you know, but like, (laughs) I, I, I have to uh, reference something that we've, we've talked about in the past in our own personal conversations. The, the one thing is like, if she would have smoked some weed, maybe she would have became Hitler. And then all of a sudden, I hate,
1: a certain demographic. Yeah, whatever, right? And or she'd be like, you know what? I do have a mission now to eliminate time travel, you know, or whatever. Like just I don't know. Anyway. Super, super dumb. Like I get it, it's like a little cheeky. You know, I'm sure the short story probably would have read a little better you know what I mean? Like, cause, cause clearly it wouldn't be like the end of the short story would be like, and then she heard patriotic drums, like whatever. But the, this iteration of the twilight zone has not been afraid for their little cute music stingers. And I don't like that, you know, like calm down. Right. So
0: the music, you know. I honestly feel like sometimes that the music is a detriment mm-hmm. to the storyline and like how it's introduced. Um, this actually, I think this story could have it could have been like drawn out a little bit more, maybe like maybe a 10 minute or 15 minute segment. And like, she could have found her way around certain things that would have made it a little bit more like, wait, what's going on with my life and why are these things being photographed or whatever? Why am I seeing these people?
1: It could have been a little bit better, but yeah, clearly it just didn't, it just, it was in and out and done. And I, I guess the best, the best thing I can say about the segment is that it was five minutes, you know? So, yeah. um, okay. but yeah. George, George, R.
0: Martin, you're not doing very good right now. <laughs> you know, yeah. You're, you're, you're,
1: You've already upset media. Terry by having, um, uh, night song with the largest belt buckle in the world. No, he no, sorry. He didn't write that. They just referenced his name in the, the station credit. Sorry. You don't You were not a fan of him with the Elvis story. We, the once and future King, right? So no, no, no. no. So, yeah. All right. Anyway. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, but but I already talked about both these things already in terms of the runtime and everything else. I got, I got nothing else. you have any other notes? About I just,
0: I, I actually, I, I think it's uh it's great that uh, we're talking about this on our actual, uh, uh, you know, the election night too. So, you know, it's, it's kind of fun that <sighs> we have uh, something that is somehow still connected. Some,
1: somewhat related to the elect uh, to politics. Sure. Right. Um, yeah. So, I, I voted Today, uh, to be anti time travel because of this episode. So that's what happened. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: uh, and I, I, voted against George RR Martin and <laughs> it, somehow it didn't work. So he'll be back.
1: <laughs> he'll be back. Right. So, all right. Uh, yeah, uh, as we do here, uh, really early on, we're going to rate that twist. Twist rating is always is one through five. meaning one we saw from a mile away and five, meaning mind blowing, uh, Time travelers observing from a closet one. None of this surprised me whatsoever. I just the, the Lost and Found
0: title didn't really give me anything. No, that, so I, you're right. That,
1: that literally does, that doesn't mean anything in this, right? So
0: yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. So I guess I'm going to give it a two. Okay, fair enough. But, yeah, yeah. All right. This story, this story sucks.
1: <laughs> um, we've already we, we've already like recorded six times the length of the episode, which normally that's what we do anyway. But we talk for like seven hours or whatever. But like no. The, the, we can just. I think we're done with this one. I think we're good, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe we're wrong, maybe. and that's where you come sure. in, folks. Right.
1: Yeah. So you guys can find us on Facebook at Strange Highways. You can email us directly at gmail.com. Wherever you find your podcast, rate and review us. That'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, Terry's going to be like Paul. How did you find five individual images from this episode to share over the course of the next week? It was hard. <laughs> it was really hard, but I will be sharing them. Uh and Terry, where could people find us otherwise? I'm actually surprised
0: that you found audio to share on those too. But uh yeah, we're on Instagram, folks. Uh please check us out on there. We're still having fun. It's uh it's kind of difficult because we're a podcast that doesn't do a video format. Uh so yeah, we're just sharing the images from the show and hopefully you guys are enjoying that. Um, yeah. And if you can Please, please, please! If you are on Instagram, share that stuff too, because, you know, we're just we're just trying to hear, be here, and like, you know, have fun. You know,
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so yeah, that's going to do it for our discussion about Lost and Found. Let's talk about what we're doing next. And now. Mr. Serling next segment will be season two episode four segment C or in syndication, episode five, whatever. I'm not going to follow that numbering the world next door. I just, I know it will have George went, that's all I know about it. I've not seen it yet. Uh, it will be longer. I'm sure the conversation will be much more fruitful. So that that's all I have for that. So, um, yeah, everybody, I think it's going to do it for us this week. Uh, everybody, you know, have, have a good week, have a safe week. Um, I don't know. Um, Don't, don't be, regardless if you're a time traveler or not, not cool going into people's like places and hiding in their closets. That's just not cool.
0: I would say hit him with the hockey stick.